Welcome to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast, where we provide constant improvement to businesses through timely, actionable financial solutions. Do you want answers to your financial questions? Email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com. Now let's get started. Welcome everyone to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast. I'm joined here with Pierre, one of our managers here at Kaizen. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Let's get right into it. Uh, this time of the year, October, November, December, is a big time for, for businesses as they prepare for next year. They have all these types of structures, LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp. Is this a time to be transitioning between them? Sure. Uh, and, gr- what, and why would they transition? Great question. Let me, I like to recap what each one of those entities are. Sure. A C-Corp is the general corporation that you hear most companies have. And we're going to talk about the tax reasons and not the liability reasons for for transitioning between those two, because that could have other implications, too. But we're talking just about the taxes here. But go ahead. One thing I want to ask um, before we even get into it, is there a reason like, hey, I start my business, I have to be this specific type right out of the gate? Like, is, is there a certain qualification? Break, break that down for me, or is this just like, I'm going to choose whatever I want because it, this one seems to be a better fit? Yep. What's the rule? So th- really, it does has to be, have to be a good fit for you. Um, you can do your business and be a sole proprietorship your whole career and, and be fine, but not everybody likes to do that. You want to have some protection, and that's why people incorporate. And there are different reasons to do it. If you are going to incorporate and then sell your business on the the market, you know, on the stock market eventually, mm-hmm. then you have to be a C-Corp. And you're going to always want to be a C-Corp, and you're not going to be an S-Corp, you're not going to be an LLC. But generally, most people are not starting their business to do that, okay? okay. So for us, C-Corporation is where all S-Corporations start. You have to establish a C-Corp, and then you elect to become an S-Corp. Okay. So that that's one thing there, too. So we're talking C-Corporation, versus S-Corporation, versus LLC, versus single-member LLC is one other type of entity that we generally have out there. You do have sole proprietorship where you don't incorporate at all. But if we talk about these big three, generally the C-Corporation files its own tax return, pays at the corporate tax rate of 21%. If you take any money out of that company other than salary, you're going to get double taxation. So that's why people don't like that one so much. Mm -hmm. Whereas an S-Corp you pay the income tax on the income and then any dividends you take out, as long as you have basis, you don't pay any additional tax on that money. So that, that's the big difference between a C corp and an S corp. The S corp does file its own tax return, but it pays it on your personal 1040. Okay. All right. Then an LLC is a lot like the S corp. It files its own tax return, but it passes through to your personal return and you pay it on your personal tax return. The difference between the two really is the income if you participate in an LLC, you're going to be subject to self-employment tax on those earnings. And an S-Corp isn't, only on the payroll that you pay. Okay, okay. But if it's just, if you're just a small business, one, two people, mm-hmm. LLC is, is a better option. Does, yep. It offers more protection though, doesn't it? So it is, but then you can't pay yourself payroll. So say your company's going to make $100,000. As an LLC. As an LLC. Okay. If you make 100000 in an LLC, it passes through to your personal return. You pay tax on that 100000 You are also going to pay self-employment tax on that 100000 Self-employment tax is the employee and the employer portion of the payroll taxes. 
So as a as a LLC, you will have to pay that on those earnings. If you are an S corp, you can give yourself a salary and pay the payroll tax only on your salary portion. So salary, what is that? It's fair and reasonable compensation. Mm-hmm. So we have in our mind we're going to make a hundred thousand, but to run this company, we'd probably pay somebody fifty thousand dollars to manage it. Okay. So we give you wages of fifty thousand, and the rest you take out as dividends. And so you pay income tax on both, in mm-hmm. both scenarios. But on this one, we don't pay payroll tax on half of it. That's some significant savings. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do with the other half? You reinvest it, that goes into equipment, it goes into... You, you can do whatever, but once, once it goes through the income of the tax return, mm-hmm. you can take that money out as a dividend, and there's no more tax on it. If the company needs money, you can loan it back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that the company can go buy some equipment rather than go into the bank. Or you can do whatever you want with that money. So, Pierre, why don't I ask you, give me some examples of someone who wants to switch. Like, what's a good fit? So, a lot of times people establish themselves as an LLC because that's what their neighbor did or their landscaper did or somebody else who started a business did the same thing. Somebody told them it's a good thing. It has the most protection. Uh, Oftentimes, lawyers say it gives you the most protection because they can protect you by only being able to attack the dividends that you would distribute. So, if you've never distributed any dividends, there's nothing for somebody to claim against. And so, that's generally let, the reason. There. So let's say you're, um, I don't know, a plumber. Mm-hmm. You go into a house and now it floods for whatever reason, mm-hmm. something that you did or they blame you. Yeah. Um, as an LLC, you're more protected. For, you're not going to be losing your house. Your family well, is not going to be out on the streets. So I always say, again, this is legal work, and okay. I don't have a license to practice right, law, right, right. but generally that's why you do it. But the LLC and the S-Corp should give you similar protections. Okay, without getting into the total legal mm-hmm. bit nope, part of it, and I always say if you go out and shoot somebody, the LLC or the S corp aren't going to protect you. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. You but should it, be calling a lawyer. Yeah, you should that. be Do calling, not be calling an accountant. But right? to protect it in that entity, mm-hmm. it should be only subject to what that entity can give you, and that's why a lawyer will say, "Well, if we don't give any distributions, they can't take anything else because it's a partnership." Okay. So, but at that time, if you start out the first year and you don't make any money because we're you know, we're buying equipment and we're learning stuff and we don't have as many jobs, we can stay as an LLC the first year mm-hmm. because we don't have any self-employment tax that we're going to be subject to. Exactly. At the end of the year, we came out, our net income zero. There's no self-employment tax. There's no reason to switch to S-Corp. Okay. But next year, we hire another person. We're doubling our sales. We're making some good money this year. So you, you all of a sudden, you have employees, yeah. right? As an, L- as an LLC. LLC and S-Corp, no difference employee except for you, the owner. You're really not supposed to pay yourself uh, a W-2 wage in an LLC okay. as the owner. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you can have all kinds of employees. You could have employees if you were sole proprietorship. You could have you could subcontract out, too. You could subcontract you could out, have, too, yeah. You could have some people under your payroll, yeah. per se. So, really, I'm talking about that now your company's growing bigger. Okay. First year, we know we're a loss. So, last year, we had a loss. We stayed in LLC. This year, your company's making $100,000. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about that. If we file you as an LLC this year... We're going to be subject to self-employment tax on that $100,000. Self-employment tax, to make the math easy for us today here, is roughly 15%. It's okay. 7.265 for both employer, 625 for both employer and employee. There's your 15%. So $100,000 times 15% is $15,000. But if we can give you a wage and make an S-Corp election, then we only pay the 15% on your wages, mm-hmm. which we established in November October, November, December for this year. Okay. And then we, we 
take the rest out as dividend and we don't pay payroll tax on it. So say we did 50-50. Say we give you a salary of 50000 Okay. Same 100000 You'd be saving $7,500 just by making that election. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah, but pretty good. With, with everything, it can't be all um, like uh, rainbows and butterflies, right? There, is there a downfall then for that switch? So the downfall is you, you need to pay yourself payroll. Mm-hmm. You know, you can stop in a year that you don't have payroll. Uh, you still are an LLC, so it should give you that protection mm-hmm. that the, the lawyers like, but you're paying, you're electing to pay tax as an S corporation. Okay. So that's, that's the big difference yeah. that electing the taxing. Yep. Okay. okay. Now let's move on. What is a situation where they'd want to move to, uh, is it uh, C Corp? So generally you, you don't you move to C Corp. You have to be a C Corp, but if you are an S Corp and you break one of the rules, you could get kicked out and back into C-Corp status. And breaking the one of the rules is having more shareholders than you're allowed to have, having a foreign shareholder, a um, couple other rules that could get you to lose your S-Corp election. Well, uh, before we get into that, let me, let me kind of back up. What are some transitions that you can make? You can go LLC to S-Corp, no problem. Yep. Okay. You can go LLC to C-Corp. You, you can if you destroy your S-Corp election. Okay. Yeah, and generally people don't want to do that. Okay. But a reason you would would be if you want to go public. Okay. And you have to go public from a C corporation. You don't go public from an S corporation. So basically it's very rare that you, these people are making that transition. Yeah, you're not going to go back. You, you know you want to be a C corp. Yeah. That's like a planned thing. People just don't yeah. automatically like, well, I'm going to pick a C corp. That yeah. seems like a good It's not option. a spin the wheel. Pick <laughs> and choose, yeah. And this, this goes into that strategy, right? Like you don't just make these choices willy-nilly. No. Correct. But oftentimes people already have made the choice. And so sometimes we said, well, you don't want that. Let's close that and start a new one. So let's, uh, let's get into that. Okay. They're a C Corp and they're like, oh man, this is not great. Cause it sounds like C Corp, you can't back out of it. Once no, C Corp, you can become an S Corp. Okay. You can make the election to be taxes. All S Corps start as a C Corp. Okay. So you okay. can always go that way. You just can't go backwards. Okay. So they're, they're S Corp. Let's mm-hmm. say they're like, no, oh, this really isn't working out for me or, they want to try something else. What, what path do they want to take? So again, the reason why they want to get out is is probably part of your discussion. Mm-hmm. If say they messed up their payroll taxes, you know, and they want their is like, this I, common? I it, just want to. It know. has happened. It payroll has happened. taxes is uh, they will come after you because you have a fiduciary responsibility to protect those withholdings that you took out of your employees' wages. Okay. So payroll taxes they come after you very quickly and they're very harsh. So if you, if you thought you've messed that up and you want to close the company, that's where you might mm-hmm. stop doing what you're doing in that business and create a new business. Okay, it's not should. something we want to ha- happen very often. <laughs> this is not ideal. Yeah, well, this is not ideal. And not all these situations are, are, yep. are under great circumstances. No, but it is very common to go from an LLC. Like mm-hmm. I said, when you have no income, mm-hmm. st- you say you have no income for the first two years because you're establishing your business. Mm-hmm. Stay as the LLC. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's no, if there's no income, there's, there's no self-employment tax. doing yeah. it, right? Yep. It's just, hey, this is, this is where we're being. And if, let's say it's just a, a part-time gig, right? Mm-hmm. They have their normal job and they have, they're just doing side work as an LLC. That may be fine for a decade yeah. until, until they're ready to really get serious. So they're actually starting to pull in those six-digit numbers, right? Yeah. Then you want to make the decision because jumping out of those numbers, you can save Fifteen percent. That's a pretty so, good savings. So, what is a a number? If you if a client came to you today, Pierre, and said, "Hey, I'm an LLC right now," at what number would you say? 
is probably where you want to make this transition. Wait, so I don't know if it's a number so much okay. as a projection. Okay, we're going to start making money. We need to pay you wages so you can have regular income, and then we'll take some dividends at the end of the day. If you're an LLC and you're kind of up and down and all over the place. Like a seasonal thing. It might stay that until we get some regularity so that then you could decide, okay, let's keep your wages at fair and reasonable compensation, mm -hmm. and the rest comes out as dividends. Why don't, why don't I ask you this? What are some very common LLCs? Like, what are the ones that, like, LLCs really work well for these industries? That's a great question because LLCs, our favorite, are owners of property. Okay. Because of the definition of passive activity and you don't have to participate in it, you're not subject to self-employment tax when you own a building. Okay. So we love having the LLC own a building. Okay. Not only because you're, it's passive activity mm -hmm. and you usually don't have material participation, so there's no self-employment tax, but if you want to distribute that building out of an LLC, it's a little easier than if you distribute it out of an S-Corp. So okay. if, if you own a building in an S-Corp and you own a building in an LLC, you can distribute that building from the, S, from the LLC very easily. Okay. If you distribute it from the S-Corp, you have to distribute it at fair market value. Tax mm -hmm. consequence from this one. Big, and those are so, big consequences. So <laughs> it can be because yep. buildings go up as we, you know, mm -hmm. we see anything that you maybe picked up in 2008 is now worth probably twice what twice it was back then. Yep. So if you have uh, non-material participation entities, mm -hmm. LLC, material participation where you actually do the work, like I, as an accountant, I'm doing accounting work. I can't you're say I don't materially participate because I'm here every day you're, working You're physically on it. doing yeah. it, yes. Then you can start as an LLC mm -hmm. and then make the S-Corp election so I can harvest those brackets of self-employment tax versus regular wages versus dividends. Okay. okay. So getting back to what I was saying, give me some examples like, hey, this industry just caters perfectly yeah. uh, to, to an LLC. So a lot of people, that's why I, say, I mentioned landscapers. Yep, yep. They want that liability yep. because they're afraid that the building's going to slide down off the, off the retaining wall that mm -hmm. they did or whatever crazy scenario yep. you can think of. Become an LLC, but then once you start making money, mm -hmm. elect to be taxed as an S-Corp. So really, LLCs, I only like them as rental properties okay. to stay there. They does, a, a rental property does not need to be an S-Corp because then if you're going to sell, so say your LLC has two buildings, okay. if you want to get rid of one, you're going to have a big gain, whereas you can move the LLC into two other entities very easily. Okay. Okay. So- to recap, yeah, please. <laughs> S corps for operating entities where you're going to have people and employees, including yourself, and in a building, yeah, right. They're but you can start it as an LLC mm -hmm. to where give you that legal protection. They can be driving around, yep. And, and that actually makes sense, you know, specifically for like landscapers, uh, contractors make a great or mm -hmm. make a lot of sense too, because they aren't they don't necessarily need to be in a building. A lot of times they're in a vehicle transporting yep. things. Uh, you know, they have their tools. That's really the only Thing they need to sure. be worried about and then they're going into other people's properties to physically do the work yeah they're not in a i don't know a factory or even a, like a, a an example is like a bakery where they actually have to stay on the property doing yeah. the physical work so um the the best scenario that we talk about in your in your example if you are if you do own a bakery mm -hmm. we would want that bakery building mm -hmm. in a separate llc mm -hmm. and you operating as the baker as an s-corp it could also start as an LLC, but then you make the S-Corp election so you can pay wages. And then the building is just a rental property. Oh, okay. So, so you, you can actually both. do both. Yeah. You, you can break it up. And one of the reasons we like breaking up, if something happens to one of your bakers, 
they can't always attack your rental property. The they can only attack your, your escort. escort. Vice versa, if someone slips on the ice out front, they can only attack the building. They can't attack your business. Mm, so that's okay. why we like that little separation there. That, that is nice. But again, just real estate, mm-hmm. no self-employment tax, operating entity, payroll tax for just the wages. Perfect, perfect. Well, awesome. That's actually uh, it covers this completely. Is there anything else that you feel like you, sh- you really want to cover? Like, I, hey, I, we let we Mark, we definitely left this part out. No, I, I definitely th- I do think that the last point is one of the the strongest is LLCs are really made for property ownership, and S corps are made for operating entities. All right, perfect. Well, thank you, Pierre. Thank you all for watching. You have been listening to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a five-star review. This podcast has been brought to you by Kaizen CPAs Plus Advisors, providing advisory and accounting services to help you grow your business. Learn more at kaizencpas.com or email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com.